Hey there, Christmas 2022 falls on a Sunday this year, and Christmas services are some of the most attended worship services of the year. This creates a great opportunity to reach out to people who might not attend your church on a regular basis. Today, we're going to talk about some ideas to help you plan a successful Christmas Day or a Christmas Eve service for your congregation and visitors. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. This is episode number 359, and my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve, you, you look kind of bundled up this morning. You look like you're uh, cold. I, I am. My home office is the coldest room in the house. Uh, well, so I, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're in Tucson, and uh, we're actually going to have a cold spell here for a few days. going to... The nights might get into the late 30s, upper 30s, uh, one or two nights here this weekend. Really? Yeah, the nights. Well, that's going to be yeah. like my days going forward starting tomorrow. Uh, that's right. You're going to Montana? Yes, going to Montana. Right. And it's been really nice up until, I think, later today. <laughs> <laughs> so. Big Sky State. I like Montana. Yeah. Montana is a pretty state. All right, so uh, folks, uh, today we're going to talk, it's November, what is this, November 2nd when we're recording this, 2022, and Steve and I are going to talk today about uh, Christmas, because yes, it's that time of the year where if you're uh, involved in your church in some capacity, you should be, if you haven't been already, thinking about your Christmas services, and so I already posted a blog last week, if you go to blog.streamingchurch.tv, You'll, uh, you'll see the blog that we have about Christmas and about some things to consider. And then probably tomorrow I'll post another part of this, uh, which will actually focus more on streaming video and on getting streaming video ready for Christmas. So today, in theory, we're going to try to cover both very quickly here. All right. And it's only November. It's only we November. with Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's only November. Ready for this? You got to be thinking about the Christmas and and your services and what you're going to do. And you don't have to overthink it, uh, but you you need to be planning if you haven't already. And uh, it, it's I know it's hard. So uh, what I'm going to talk about is based on my many many years of experience as a pastor or executive pastor or volunteer. Combine them all for the last 40-some years. I'm going to try to throw some stuff out here. And Steve, you've got a lot of experience too, so I'm sure you can add to this. Yeah. So you did you mention Christmas falls on Sunday? It this does. Year? It falls on Sunday, which I think a lot of people are probably glad about. A lot of people in, in church ministry probably are glad about, although a lot of a lot of people like Christmas Eve services. So that's something yeah. you're going to have to think about. If you haven't already, are you going to do a Christmas Eve service and a Sunday morning Christmas service, or are you going to skip one or whatever? And do churches shift their times? Because I would think that, you know, Christmas morning is definitely family time. And so everybody's waking up and doing the family thing. 
Yeah. Or do is it wise to shift if you have an 8 a.m. service or so to, yeah. oh, let's bump, let's skip the 8 a.m. and go to the 10 a.m.? It's all user preference. I mean, it's it really comes down to your congregation and how you feel about it. I'm trying to think. I think that we, I think in one of my churches I worked for, we actually did a Christmas Eve service, uh, made it really special and nice. We uh, didn't, do, we didn't yeah. do a midnight thing, but we and did then, a Christmas Eve, and then we just didn't do Sunday morning. Yeah, that makes sense too. That's another so, option. So, but there are more traditional churches, you know, that, that like we serve. Our company does streaming video, and we have, you know, some very traditional churches and. Some of them are going to want to do a Christmas service on Christmas Day. So whatever, what we're going to talk about here, the next few points can apply to either your Christmas Eve service or your Christmas Day service. Yeah, uh, or or services, right? Or services, yeah. Yeah. So Uh, either one of them applies. All right. Well, I haven't heard from my, you know, my church has Saturday evening and Sunday morning services. Yeah. And I don't know what they're doing. So you should know I, you're you're a part of the tech team, right? Yeah, I know. I'm surprised they haven't told you guys. Yeah, I guess it's because it's only November second. I don't know. But you got a plan, or they they will start talking about it too. About you know if they're doing, especially if they're doing something special, where you know yeah. they're going to skip the nine fifteen service and just do the eleven service. Yeah. So. Well, that, that could be an option as well. So you got to be flexible. You got to know your congregation and know your people and, and, you know, keep in mind visitors. So let's just jump into this. Uh, as you said, it's, it's falls on Sunday, this, uh, this so, year, 2022. So you have one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven. I'm trying to do my let's math here. Don't, let's not scare people away. Okay. It's not going to be. These are just some tips for. Tips. There are tips for how to do a a great Merry Christmas service. Yeah, something like that. Okay, and we'll talk. We'll try to get the streaming part. If we don't get to the streaming part, the tips for the streaming part, we'll we'll get to it next next week. So here we go. So the first thing I would suggest anybody, whether you're doing Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever, uh, you want to make sure that you are authentic. And we throw that word around a lot these days. But what I mean is. You know, yeah, you want your services to be special. Uh, you want it, but you also want it to kind of be a reflection of who you are as a church. If you can incorporate that somehow into these services, <laughs> yeah. Because as you, I don't think, yeah, you know, there's going to be people that that haven't gone to church all year, or they were there for Easter, or they've never been to your church at all, and they've yeah. gone with their family yeah. on yeah. Sunday. So you want to be true to your yourself right yeah um, you don't want to have a, a big circus on christmas and then they come back the next week and goes where's the circus where's the dancing ponies where's the <laughs> yeah uh yeah the dog and pony show but uh and, and one of the things you just mentioned was i do want to remind people and you know hey christmas season is the time where people will go to church uh, either come back or sometimes new people will show up and new in your neighborhood or whatever. And, and they'll come with their family to, to your church, maybe for the first time, Easter and Christmas are, are, yep. are, are big days. So, so you do want to try to, yeah, you want to mix in some stuff, you know, uh, but, but you want to try to be authentic uh, as, as best you can. And I know that's, that's hard to say because you want to put together a special 
probably a special presentation. Yeah. But, uh, the style but it has can to still continue. be. Yeah. It can still be in the nature of your church. Yeah. So be authentic. Uh, that's one. Uh, we're going to move quickly through this. So stop me if you, if I, if I confuse you. Uh, but so be authentic with it. You know, uh, the second point is set the tone. So you do want to really set the tone. Uh, and music usually is a very big part of that, uh, especially for Christmas services, Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. Uh, so, uh, you you know, again, depends on your congregation, but mo- most people want to have a little bit of the classic stuff in there. Yeah. And and if you're a contemporary church, if you're very contemporary in your worship, you, you also want to have some of your contemporary Christmas music in there as well. I did not like, uh, you'll relate to this. Well, you you know Ken Ballinger. Uh, and yes. Ken, Ken and I used to do music together many years ago. Uh, and, and Ken, for some reason, w- would always be not available on Christmas <laughs> or Christmas season. I don't know, because he was a fire. He, he worked for the fire department. And so I always end up having to do the Christmas music. And I did not like it. <laughs> Christmas carols and trying to do music. It's kind of hard, you know. Uh, yeah. It's not easy. They're they're not easy things to learn and do, and, and to really be tight as a band. And so it was always a challenge. Uh, but we 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 managed to pull it off to some degree. I mean, I, I remember I had to go to a mall one time. We 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 did it at a mall, a, a shopping mall one time. And I thought, why am I doing this? But anyhow, you had uh, a service in the mall. We had a we, had, we just they had us do Christmas music in the mall. It was oh, some, okay. I don't know how All we got right. into that, but we did. And so, you know, it's tough, but you want to set the tone uh, for your services. So you want to have a good selection of Christmas music, something nostalgic, maybe, because people are looking for that, as well as modern. Uh, And decorations, you know, uh, again, it depends on the style of your church. Don't overdo it. Don't don't overthink it. But it's, it's good to have a nice people walk in. And, and they can hear the music, maybe play some music before the service starts, you know, uh, play something, uh, you know, uh, from Spotify or something, you know, some music. Uh, have this, I kind of get into this later pull, about experience. Pull out the, pull out the poinsettias and yeah. Uh, yeah. nativity scene and whatever. We actually had a diffuser where we would have, one of those electric diffusers, you know, and, and yeah. we would put some oil in it from uh, that was like uh, pine scent oil, pine oh. scent oil. And and true story here, I, I went to, to do it, set it up one time and, and, you know, they have these essential oils, right? And, and I had grabbed, we had something that was like a, we used as a, as an insect repellent. And I grabbed that by mistake. And I went to put it in the diffuser and it has a, really has a bad smell. I don't remember that what, what you call it, but it's, it's stuff you can use. It's like this natural stuff you can use to repel mosquitoes and stuff. And we had some at home. And so I grabbed the wrong bottle and I went to put it in the diffuser. Unfortunately, I caught it. I realized, oh, wait, this is not the right stuff. I mean, it would have been terrible. People would have walked in and go, oh, my gosh, what is that smell? So fortunately, I grabbed somebody and said, hey, go out there to the Walgreens or something and get pine scent essential oil and they did and we were good so uh, you know the smell we actually had a deal where we would we had a kitchen not too far from the 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 sanctuary area and we actually had somebody baking cookies (laughs) and had the door kitchen open so you could smell the baking cookies all right just to set the tone tone yes you know and and i know that might be overkill for some people but maybe it will give you some ideas uh, you know, the, the, your lighting, 
your, you know, if you have a Christmas tree, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, decoration, something like that sets the tone. The music is important. Yeah, exactly. Right. And different churches go different routes with this. Some churches, I mean, growing up, church I was a part of, they went all out with tons of Christmas trees and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So let's move on. We've beaten that one there pretty good. Uh, next point is you want to include the kids. Uh, if you hopefully you've got kids in your church, get them involved in something. Maybe have them come up in uh, in a time in the service to sing a hymn with them, or maybe have something. I don't want to say display the kids just for the fact of displaying them, but but you know families come. And and they come with their kids. And so if you can involve the kids in some short manner during the service, uh, it, it will just add to to what you're trying to do. Yeah. And this may be an occasion as well where, I mean, we have kids church. And so the kids go off to the kids area and youth go off to the youth area. But this may be a special occasion where the kids yeah. stay with you in the service, I yeah. guess, if you prefer. Yeah. And so if they're there, you got to keep them busy, huh? Well, I, I think so. And, and just have them a part of the thing that help include them is what we're trying to say here. And, and this brings up another point, which I didn't put in the blog or in the notes here. But, you know, you might want to consider not having your services very long. You know, if, if you're doing a Christmas yeah. Eve service, you know, families want to come. They want to enjoy it. But quite frankly, they want to they want to usually end it and get out, you know. And yeah. so might want to consider shortening your service a little bit. So that it doesn't become, depending on what you normally do, it doesn't become too long. Oh. I've got a point here that kind of contradicts that, but we'll, we'll leave uh, it at that. It's okay. I know my wife is disappointed that our church doesn't do the Christmas plays anymore. Yeah, It's a little late to get people tuned up for our Christmas play, but yeah, we have the children's Christmas play. She, was always, she always managed that. A lot of work. It's yeah, a lot of work. I know. It's a lot of work. But, you know, it can be worth it, too, you know. So if you've got the opportunity to go for it, do it. Yeah, you know. All right, so let's move on here. We're running out of time. Uh, so one point I want to make here, and that is you need to start promoting it now. Uh, but, Phil, it's 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 early November. Yeah, I know. But you need to start promoting it in some capacity now. People take them a while to get things and see things. They have to see it multiple times. They have to hear it multiple times before it really sticks and so start promoting it, uh, at least to some degree, on some maybe social social media channels, your newsletter, your website, uh, printed materials. Start letting people know that you're going to have whatever it is you're going to have, Christmas Eve service or a Christmas Day service or both. Yeah. Uh, start letting people know now. Yep, so they can be prepared and they will hear about it. Well, yeah. They Again, it just takes people a while to get it. Hey, uh When's the service? You know, well, we've been telling you the last four weeks, five <laughs> weeks. It's it's going to be five thirty. Well, know, if you I start now, it's going to be the the past seven weeks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you need to start. You need to at least start the. You know, if you don't want to start it now, at least start thinking about how you're going to publish it and where you're going to put it and all that stuff. Because yeah. it is important. It's not too early. It's never too early to let people know about things happening. All right. So next is incorporating an outreach effort. Yeah, this is something yeah. to think about. Go ahead. So, and I know that I've been a part of a couple of different churches that 
when you mean an outreach effort, that means they're typically taking up donations for the for some community event, the yeah. homeless shelter, the food bank, the gospel rescue mission. Yeah, whatever it may be. Yeah. So they incorporate that into the into the service. I think you should. I think you ought to at least consider it. Um, and again, don't make a huge deal about it. You know, you don't have to make a big deal about it, but, but you know, let people know. And it, it communicates a couple things. Hopefully your church is doing it and you're doing it with the right motives. But it, it communicates that you're, hey, you guys, you, your church is not just all about you. It's about your community. It's about helping people. Uh, in your area, those kind of things. And hopefully you're already doing something like that. If not, you know, start it, start doing something now, because you, again, you have visitors coming and they want to know, Hey, is this church care about me and the community or are they just about themselves? And this is also the, the season when people are most generous. They are as well. So they are. Yeah, they certainly are. So incorporate an outreach effort. All right. Uh, very next point, very important, very important. Next point is follow up, follow up. Yeah. So you need to, in order to follow up, you need to find a way to gather some contact information, people. So you can follow up, right? Yeah. We're talking about following up on your visitors, on the people that come. And so, uh, you know, I'm big on the connection card. I call it a connection card. You could call it connection card, communication card. You could put it in your bulletin. You could uh, do something where you put a uh, QR code or something. Uh, Hopefully you've got some kind of material to give people. I realize we're going digital. More and more churches are going digital. But I still think it's good, especially during the Christmas season, to have something in people's hands. And uh, one way you can collect this information is you want to, and we've talked about communication cards and connection cards here many times on this podcast and blog. You don't want to make it too extensive where you're asking for everybody's, you know, social security and even address, maybe just phone number and email. Yeah. Probably your name too. Yeah, name would be good too. And uh, (laughs) yeah, name would be good too. But, uh, but I think. Email and maybe phone. Yeah, or maybe phone, phone number. number. Maybe phone number. Uh, so you know, the less information you request to people, the more uh, the more they're going to be willing to give you something. And you could also, you know, maybe a prayer request. Uh, you could put prayer request on the card mm-hmm. uh, because people do, you know, have needs and concerns, and and most people will be fine with you praying for them about something. Um, the other way too is is how you get to co- how you get to collect them if you put them in a bulletin or something. How are you gonna how are you gonna get them back after the end of the service? Well, you could have boxes uh, in different parts of the church, nice looking boxes, <laughs> not shoe boxes, but nice looking boxes. Uh, you could have uh, you could just receive it in the offering if you take up an offering, which is kind of a good way to do it. Uh, it gives people who may not have money to give or may not want to give you money they'll at least feel a part of the offering if they can drop in their connection card. So you could say something like, Hey, we're going to receive the offering here, the Christmas offering. If you can't give, we understand. uh, But we'd like everybody to fill out a connection card and drop the connection card in the offering when it comes your way. So it includes people a little bit. They're more willing to to drop that in. And Mm -hmm. so that's just an idea. All right. All right. So here's another. The next one is a special occasion, I assume, serve refreshments. Yeah, this kind of contradicts what I was saying earlier. And that was the fact that people usually want to during a holiday, they want to get in, enjoy the service and get out. But there are some people 
that will hang around a little bit. And yeah. if you can have refreshments uh, either before or after the event, uh, not anything major, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't know, coffee, donuts, uh, Christmas cookies, maybe, I don't know, uh, those kind of things. They give you an opportunity to meet people and to touch base with people. Yeah. We've gone at our church to, I don't know, great lengths, but we've gone to um, setting up a kind of a hangout area, I'd call it, where there's yeah. there's tables, there's foods, there's uh, actually some TVs and stuff out in a courtyard and it's shade and cool. And so, yeah, it, yeah. We're, and then they... What we're, we've started doing is we have a big door that opens up into that area. And so as soon as the service is opening over, we open that. It's a big garage door right. that opens up into that. So it just, and we channel everyone out through the courtyard. You know, if they want to run out to their car, they, you know, they, they'll walk through the courtyard, but then through the lobby and out the front door. But it gives them an opportunity to at least see what's going on and see who's hanging around and yeah. just a, a nice environment to, mingle yeah absolutely it creates uh it creates an opportunity to connect with people and uh people can you know sometimes if you're new or whatever uh you feel more comfortable if you're holding a cup of coffee you know if you just just standing Mm -hmm. there looking around you know at least you might have something you know and and so just something to think about uh you know as, as a possibility uh, to, you know, either before or after the, the Christmas event, or even as you just mentioned, you know, they might want to start factoring in and putting in on your regular services as well. All right. So let's move on here, uh, Steve. Uh, uh, the, my next point was create an experience, which really kind of probably ties in with set the tone that we said it, that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. But I wondered is when I was writing set the tone, I was thinking more about music and stuff, but uh, when I say create an experience, you know, that has to do with candles. Uh, you touched on it a little bit already when we were talking earlier. Candles, uh, scented candles, well, maybe scented candles. Some people don't like scented stuff, you know, yeah. it, it bothers them. Well, but, you have a thing in the notes here about giving everyone a candle as they arrive and light the candles in the middle of the service. You could do a candlelight yeah. service, yeah. Yes, uh, we've done that a lot where I used to be at, where we would have at the very end, everybody got a candle, a little, little small candle with a little, I don't know, cardboard mm. thing around it. So yeah. it catch it from when it's dripping, you know? And so we hand those out when people are walking in the, the, the worship center. And then at the very end of the event, this became a tradition for us. We would sing Holy Night. And so everybody would stand up, we'd dim the lights and we would have ushers uh, pass, not the matches, but they would light somebody's candle and everybody would like, you know, pass, pass their the candle and pass the flame to each other. And and then at the very end, we would sing, you know, a holy night or whatever, a silent yeah. night, silent night, sorry, yeah. <laughs> silent night. This is why I didn't like doing Christmas music, got the words wrong. But uh, so, yeah, and we'd sing silent night together and then we'd blow out the candles and Everybody would go, you know, got to remember, have a place to put those candles when everybody blows them out. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, But you can you can arrange that. So it's all about the experience. People want the experience when they when they come to a Christmas Eve service or a Christmas service. They want the experience. So so give it some 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 thought. Think about it a little bit. Get creative. Mm -hmm. All right. right, So the next one is just. uh, just a necessity, I guess, plan your seating because you're going to have more people 
Yeah. So plan ahead to make sure that you have overflow areas and yep. things like yep. that. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, usually Christmas is well attended, uh, Christmas event, Christmas Eve or whatever. So make sure you've got plenty of, of, uh, of seating available for people, especially if they come in late or something, you know, uh, you know, you, you want to make sure people can, can, can have a place to sit. I know that's a challenge, but you, if you have to rent some chairs or something, go for it. The last point in this, I don't know if we're going to get to the streaming part, but we, we will include streaming in this one. And that is be sure and stream your Christmas services. Yeah. I mean, uh... Yeah, I mean, there's lots of people that won't be able to make it to the service, or they may choose yeah. not to be, you know, yeah. come into the service in person. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it depends uh, on we where you're at in the world. You know, could be it's winter time here in the United States, and you, you may end up with some snow. Maybe a little rough for some people to get out. Uh, I don't like driving at night anymore. Can't see. Uh, so. Uh, there's lots of things, people out of town, people visiting other family in different parts of the country, but they can still, they can still watch the service and be a part of it. If you stream your service online. Yeah. And and it's a way to bring your service into people's homes. Yeah, absolutely. You uh, you know, they're like not coming to church, but they can pull up the TV or whatever and have everybody watch the service. And that will be part of the, yeah. part of their Christmas experience. Yeah, you can do that. They're going to be like you. You've got a big TV now in your, what do you call that place? You, uh, you, our you family a, room. Your family room. So you got a big TV. So you could, uh, you could, you know, watch it on Roku or whatever, or whatever, Apple TV. Or Apple TV. Or... Yeah, you could, and uh, everybody can sit around and be a part of it. Uh, so it, it's just, you know, streaming, you know, and again, the people that may not be coming to your church at all, might still say, hey, I'd like to kind of have a taste of Christmas, Christmas Eve. Uh, they'll go online. They can find it on your website. Hopefully, you'll make it obvious for them. You've been promoting it. <laughs> so people will, uh, you know, tune in and maybe uh, maybe never, never been to your church at all, but they might go and watch it. And then who knows? Maybe they'll come back for a regular service sometime in the near future. You never know. Or watch it online the next weekend. Yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, we're gonna let's just end it here. Okay. Uh, we, I was gonna talk a little bit about some things about streaming video. We'll just do that next week. Uh, I will post something else on the blog. So right now you can just go to blog.streamingchurch.tv to to really get more specific on what we just talked about. But we'll also uh, put a blog up here probably tomorrow about, uh, I don't know what we'll call it, but but how you can make sure your live streaming comes off well for your Christmas services, uh, because that's important. You want to make sure that your, your streaming doesn't have issues and problems, especially during the holidays, because that's mm-hmm. when people will be watching. So that's going to be coming up. So we'll, we'll do that. Uh, we'll post a blog probably on that part this week, and then you can read the notes and join in with us next week as we talk about that. I want to remind people to subscribe to the Church Solutions Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, just look for Church Solutions Podcast and uh Give us a review. Uh, give us a rating. We'd love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us, support at streamingchurch.tv, and we'd love to get your feedback on some of this. Maybe you can add some of it. Maybe you disagree with it or something. Maybe you don't like Christmas trees. We'd love to hear yeah. your well, thoughts. Maybe we that. forgot something. Oh, I'm sure we did. 
I'm sure we <laughs> did. But uh, Christmas is a special time. And yes, it's early November right now when we're recording this. But hey, it's coming up, right? And make sure you put some thought into it, plan it a little bit. And I think it can be a good experience, no matter what size church you you work with or you have uh, or you attend. It can be a really good experience. So there you have it. All right, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. And I'm Phil Thompson. And thank you for watching or listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll catch you again next time. Uh, Please take care of yourselves and each other. Until then.